welcome back for another video. In this video, we look at the best players for game week 4 and for the next 5 game weeks to help guide your transfer plans and your captaincy. The projected points courtesy of FPL Review. The Fantasy Football Scout members benefits just got even better and all for only a few quid a month. All the data tables I use for my videos are public for your use. The season ticker tool, essential for spotting good fixture runs and rotations. Play a comparison for when you're weighing up some potential transfers. And they've just partnered up with Plan FPL to have your team rated each week with Opta Data. It costs you less than a coffee per month. Click the link below to try it out. I can't recommend it enough as a member for six years myself. It also supports the channel, so hit the link in the description now. So starting with the goalkeepers, and this segment becomes increasingly useful with some early goalkeeper problems. Three blanks on the balance for Pickford owners, somewhat unfortunate to concede last game week that said, having faced just two shots on target against Wolves. Johnston now also potentially an issue following the signing of Henderson from Man United, and Man United themselves look vulnerable every game, so perhaps time to move banana on. Edison's top this week projected 4.3 points with Man City home to Fulham. Man City are best in the league for expected goals conceded after three games and Fulham are fourth worst for expected goals so this one has all the markings of a clean sheet. If I were in a wildcard, Edison would be my keeper of choice. Sanchez does deserve a mention as well though. Over the next five he's actually not far behind Edison on the projections and he's one mil less though on a wildcard you could make the case for having three outfield Chelsea players instead. Ariola's started the season very well. His 18 points can only be beaten by Vicario and Leno with 19 each. So Ariola's the best of the 4 mil keepers, or 4.1 mil now after a rise last night. West Ham are away to Luton in game week 4 as well. It's the first fixture of the game week and a game where he's certainly playable. Onto the top defenders then, and Chilwell leads this week, playing home once again against Nottingham Forest this time round. Non-owners can feel somewhat lucky it was just a clean sheet against Luton. He had a chance to shoot one-on-one -on -one and he made the wrong decision to play a pass which wasn't on. Though he did at least recognise this on his latest post saying shooting practice tomorrow. Hilariously, Madison also replies and he doesn't need to practice shooting, he needs to just decide to shoot. This interaction is even better after realising that last week Madison actually sold Shaw for Chilwell and his FPL team. One of us. Despite the three points for Liverpool, it was a game to forget for Trent and also his owners. It was a poor touch that led to the first goal by Gordon. So the question is, do you persist if you own him? This one really depends whether you have Chilwell or not. It is a switch worth making if you don't own him. Otherwise, given in the Villa game at Anfield's worth a hold. Unless, of course, you can make a combination transfer that looks worthwhile. As an example, Trent to Ruben Diaz and Nakamba to Mbumo or Sterling, etc. Ruben Diaz does look the best of the bunch at Man City. He started all three games and conceded once, and it was a sloppy goal against Sheffield United as well, which wasn't his fault. Gvardio, a bit of a question mark. We just don't yet know how secure his minutes actually are, but for a 0.5 mil saving, not a bad pick at all. The 0.5 mil does buy you some insurance of starts on Ruben Diaz though, as we have seen him go on very long stretches of starts under Pep. Robertson and Thiago Silva make the projections, but both avoids. Liverpool just not cutting it this season defensively, and in Thiago Silva's case, just save the 0.5 mil and get Colwell. He's been picking out some quality passes in his first three games. There's a Colwell assist coming sometime soon. Regarding Gusto then, one thing to note here is that Rhys James could potentially return on the 17th of September against Bournemouth, which is game week 5. If you're buying a Chelsea defender, I'd just spend the extra 0.4 mil and get Colwell, as you might only get one start out of Gusto. That said, James has had such a poor injury record that Gusto could end up a great pick again in a month for example. So Brentford conceded against Palace last game week, which was no easy fixture to be fair, Henry's still a great pick for 4.6 mil. 
projected 3.9 points with Brentford home to Bournemouth next weekend. They're actually second in the league this season, only to Man City for expected goals conceded. Udogi misses out making the table with 3.5 projected, but he deserves a mention after a 12-pointer last game week. Spurs have started well under Postacoglu and so has he. Looking at his successful passes in the final third, he's taken up some great areas, successful passes in green. Looks like a pass map you'd expect to see from an inside forward, not a defender. He's my favourite of the defenders under 5mm at the moment. Moving on to the midfielders, and it's very interesting this week when Bumo projected 6.4 slightly ahead of Salah, both playing at home this week against Bournemouth and Aston Villa respectively. We talked about Mbumo on the last video, so if you missed that, give it a watch after. Even with his two penalties removed, his underlying data is still very good. Bowen's the only midfielder with a better non-penalty XG. Certainly not too late to get on the Mbumo train. We're spoiled for choice this season with mid-price midfielders though. Madison, Sterling, Foden, Diaby all deserve a mention as well. Which one's the best? If I had to rank them, it'd be Mbumo first, then Sterling, Madison, Foden and Diaby in that order. As such, I've brought in Mbumo this week and I'm considering Sterling as well with a second transfer. Sterling looks like he's got a point to prove, and he does to be honest. He's averaging 11.3 touches in the box after three games, which is more than double his 4.6 last season. Against West Ham in Game Week 2, he set three personal bests in a Chelsea shirt, six completed dribbles, 27 sprints and 16 touches in the box. Forest, Bournemouth, Villa, Fulham and then Burnley his next five games. They're all performing great though, so if you've got a gut feeling, just go with it. Aston Villa's fixtures turn really good around Game Week 7, which is when I think Diaby could be the one. If you're a Salah owner, then you keep hold really. Mbumo very slightly ahead here, but that's a contentious transfer for such a small difference. Salah has returned in his last 9 Premier League games, bringing in 65 points. It is his second longest consecutive streak since joining the club, only behind his purple patch back in the 21-22 season, which was that 15 game streak, 148 points. So perhaps we're being a bit harsh on Salah, but perhaps we should expect more for 12.5 mil. SA owners can count themselves really unlucky. He's racked up 1.75 expected goal involvement, but no returns. Dodging the points, much like Bruno was up until last game week. So perhaps a sign to give him one final chance, given they are home to Wolves. But if you've had enough of him and you don't own Mbumo or Sterling, then both are very fair transfers. So Martinelli drops off the projections this week, so those midfielders we discussed earlier, Mbumo, Sterling, Foden, Diaby, etc., all great replacements. Onto the forwards, and of course Haaland well out in front this week, projected 7.8 points, with Man City home to Fulham. This one on paper has all the markings of a comfortable win. If you didn't captain him last game, you count yourself pretty lucky after the missed penalty, consider that one a warning shot. Many of you still own João Pedro, so who's the best replacement after those consecutive benchings? If you can find the 1.7 mil, Jackson's the one, second best among the forwards this week on the projections. And he's third on the projections over the next five game weeks, only Isaac and Haaland ahead, but in Isaac's case his minutes are a bit up in the air, having been brought off early in all three games played. Alvarez the potentially high ceiling pick and a better fixture, but a less secure spot in Man City starting 11, while Jackson is nailed. 0.5 mil separates them though, so if you can't get to Jackson then Alvarez is very solid as well. Visser is 4th in the league for non-penalty XG after 3 games, Harland Jackson and Cash the only players higher. We actually forgot to talk about Cash earlier after scoring 2 games last game week, but given that Aston Villa are away to Liverpool he can wait a week. So Archer moves straight into the projections after his transfer to Sheffield United. 
He could be an absolutely awesome FPL pick if he becomes a regular starter for only 4.5 mil. You'd imagine he displaces Asula, who's also 4.5 mil actually, and he has been starting for them. Not worth wasting the transfer on him this week though, unless you're on a wildcard, or perhaps part of a combination transfer to free up some money. So that wraps up this week's video, thanks for watching. If it was useful, please drop it a like, and make sure you subscribe to the channel. More great content to come this week. See you soon for the next one. Podcast Network.